Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with legendary jazz trumpeter Eddie Henderson. We caught up with him on August 21st, 2020 to talk about his latest 2020 CD, Shuffle and Deal, with his all-star quintet featuring Kenny Barron, Donald Harrison, Gerald Cannon, and Mike Clark. It was released on the eve of his 80th birthday on July 31st, 2020 via Smoke Sessions Records. He opened up about this new COVID-19 world, pandemic jazz, and so much more. Enjoy. Good. Well, hey, I want to get into this album first and foremost, Shuffle and Deal. It's, it's wonderful. I've had a chance to really, uh, really take a good listen to this. And I want to know, before we get into the actual artistic approach to this album, it's coming out during a pandemic, a very strange time on the planet. Talk to me a little bit. Of, how do you feel about that? Well, uh, I feel that it's a good album, you know, and it's a shame that it's coming out at such an obtuse time. And, you know, I hope everybody get a, gets a chance to hear it because I, th- I think it's of, of high quality myself, you know. But maybe I'm biased. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a wonderful album. And it's on the eve of your 80th birthday. Talk to me a little yeah. bit about what that means to you, to, to have been around well, this long, to seen this much. Well, you know, I, I, <laughs> I really don't uh, keep too... Too much track of age that's just a number uh, because as all musicians jazz musicians all musicians know the music keeps you young uh, you know my age never crosses my mind to tell you the truth I feel young at heart and young inside until I look in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> so the, the the lineup of cats on this album is is just stellar. I mean, you go from, you know, Kenny Barron, Donald Harrison, Gerald Cannon, Mike Clark. Man, that that had to be one great conversation in the studio. Yeah, as I don't know if you've seen the video of the actual recording date. Uh, you know, it's on Smoke Sessions Records uh, website. I speak about that. You know, uh, all of these people I've played with individually, and I learned this from Miles Davis years ago. I, you know, like some drummers play on the top of the beat, others play behind the beat. And I look for the chemistry of, of the different individuals in the band. You know, uh, I, I don't just arbitrarily choose names because they're a name. I look at, at how they're going to play together. And I see everybody individually, and I knew they could, they could play together before we hit a note. I try to look past my nose and see that the bass player and the drummer, you know, uh, if one plays behind the beat, bass player beat, plays behind the beat, and the drummer plays on top of the beat, then there's a big hole, you know, and I will fall through it if it's like that. So I try to uh, be cognizant uh, uh, and aware of the chemistry of the individual musicians because, you know, like it, in chemistry itself, uh, you put different elements together, you can get an explosion if if you're not aware of what elements you're putting together or you get a precipitate. So I try to get uh, uh, musicians together when their musical chemistry blends with each other. I try to look at that even before we play. That That's why I pick the musicians I pick. There's so much music out there and so many options. When someone makes that commitment to pick this brand new album up, what do you want them to get from this experience? I think this is representative of the way I play in the present day. I don't just want to play 
arbitrary tunes uh, coming to the date where people bring original tunes and I'm sight reading at the date like a lot of musicians do on the albums. I want to be like if you notice all the four ballads on there. Uh, uh, you know, I've heard all my life. However, uh, like the tune that might as well be spring. That's the first and only time I ever played it in my life, and we only did one take. But I've heard it all my life, so I feel that it's a part of my innate musical being. Like Miles Davis, you know, a lot of his tunes, like I first met Miles when he was at the Blackhawk. He stayed at my parents' house when I was a teenager, and a lot of those tunes, like all of you, uh, the things like that Green Dolphin Street, and Fran Dad, you know, he played those many more subsequent times uh, on on, uh, on on different albums. So the more you become familiar with the tune, the more you can express who you are rather than sight reading or the date. And all of these tunes, you know, uh, except the, the the originals on there, like Donald Harrison's and, and the up-tempo tune uh, uh, by Donald Harrison and the Kenny Barron up-tempo tune, I, I was actually sight reading that at the date, but because I had professionals, you know, you know, we all rose to the occasion. But I like to to do tunes that are representative of where I'm at and relax in my own natural habitat. So the backdrop to this album is obviously we're in the middle of a COVID nineteen pandemic, and my question is this: We don't know when it's going to happen, but when we do get back to live music, what do you hope both musician and the audience realizes about this time away from live jazz? Well, the, 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 uh, I want them to realize that, you know, people, uh, that old saying, not old saying, but the saying people, many people in the past have heard, jazz is dead or jazz is back, is back again. It never went anywhere anyway. It's been here all the time. And even though the pandemic is here, I just want them to realize that jazz is, uh, has been present and, and it's live and well. You know, even though we're having a pandemic now, you know, music is still going on. The only unfortunate thing is that during the pandemic, all the tours and all the live gigs are, are non-existent at this point, and uh, which puts uh, really a stifling effect on musicians because in order uh, to, uh, for a musician to, to hone his art form, uh, he has to play. This put a big roadblock in, in, in musicians' development and evolution when they're not able to play live because that's our life breath of what we, in, in the art form that we do, is to play. You know, so the pan, pandemic is a big drag. <laughs> musicians are still here and, and frothing at the mouth <laughs> for when the air clears so we can really start getting back full steam ahead to our art form. Wonderful. Eddie, thank you for opening up about the album and this very strange world we're in. Good luck with it. Stay safe out there. Oh, thank you so much uh, for taking your interest with me. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Eddie for his time, music, and stories. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store. Visit Neon Jazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Mm-hmm.
Neon Jazz.